Don't waste any time. We're gonna jump right into it, and I'm gonna give you Minions Flurry Season 2. But first, we're gonna hear a word from our sponsor, and then you guys are gonna go into a recap, and then you guys are gonna get Flurry Season 2. <laughs> You're wondering how your good pal Spectre got this beard. Long story short, a minion tried to find my land and this happened! <laughs> For those of you that are on the podcast format, you probably can't see, but your good pal Spectre ate a bearded minion and now I have a long beard! <laughs> You're a minion that doesn't have a beard, but you're looking to get that extra clean feel. Mad Viking Beard Company can help with that. If you use the promo code Beard Inspector, you can get 10% off of products and great items proudly made in the U.S., such as soap, shampoo, beard products, oils, and more. I, for one, use these products, and I'm very happy with them. I'll never promote anything on my channel or on my podcast that I don't use. That's discount code BEARDINSPECTOR. The link is in the description box as well as the promo code. Previously on Season 1 of Flurries. Stu held his gun up. Stu, no. I motioned for Stu to stop, but it was too late. So I ducked down, causing her claws to dig long scratches down my arm. I shut my eyes, hearing a gunshot ring out. Yeah, about going in there. Stu stood back up. We probably shouldn't fire off any rounds. I noticed something wrap around his foot. My eyes darted to try and find out what it was. But before I could, it dragged him off. Not one, but a good amount of them. All of them were dead, hanging upside down. Stu's head bobbed a little as he came to. Ryder. Yeah, it's me. I'm going to get you out of this hellhole. I've never been happier to see you. Things have gone to hell. Yeah, we can tell. This is not a test. Will you repeat? This is not a test. If you're hearing this message, that means you are alive, that the mothers are alive, or wondering what is going on. The United States government has issued a countrywide state of emergency, but they're gone. We will be a countrywide state of emergency has been declared. To reach out to other survivors, we are taking over the airwaves. We will beat the U.S. Government is gone. Please stay in your homes. Do not let the snow touch your exposed skin. And don't get close to the wandering creatures. We will beat. Do not get. I blinked a few times processing what I heard. You guys heard that too, right? I didn't just imagine that. We all heard it. Wait, did he say the US government is gone? He did. That can't be possible. They would do everything in their power to cover this type of thing up. I don't know how these things could have taken out the government. That would mean... That would mean the military, White House, and Pentagon are all gone. All of us stood wide-eyed in shock, trying to process what we heard. Well, what's the plan? Is there any way we can call for help? No, everything is down. Even the emergency alert system went down shortly after that message. Hang on a minute. Do you guys smell that too? That plastic smell. Since we've been outside, I've noticed it. I didn't say anything. I thought it was normal. No, that's not normal. 
the entire time I've lived here. I never noticed that. Yeah, that's weird. Also, as mentioned earlier, if possible, can we make a plan to go check on my grandkids? Only issue with that is the form of communication. Plus, I think Dominic lives the other way. You think those things are going to go away? If we start a fight here on the roof, we will never get out of the hospital alive. It'll alert all of them in the building. Stu's right. Let's all move back away from the door and be as quiet as possible. Everyone in the group moved away from the door. What about that smell, mate? I'm not familiar with everything in this area, but you brought it up right up. It almost smells like an active plant. Everything is down though, so that wouldn't make sense. Keep in mind none of this makes sense. What if that was the entire purpose? I remember smelling this before the major storm hit and the snow started turning people. Do you think this was planned? I'm thinking this might have been terrorism of some sort. I noticed the growls and thumping that came from behind us went away. These things didn't seem very smart. We got lucky that there wasn't a high-ranking ghoul or one that was powerful enough in the group to break the door. Terrorism doesn't fit the bill. How could they create snow that is a pandemic? The snow wasn't a mistake. That part was hands-down orchestrated. But I'm thinking this might have been a terrorist attack gone bad. You are making any sense, mate. Hear me out for a minute. What if a group of people that worked in the power plants joined together to mess with something to cause this? There's at least five plants on Route 22 that burns off energy through smokestacks. What if these groups of people put a molecule of some sort in the power stations that release smoke into the air causing this particle to be released in the sky, which was rejected in the Earth's atmosphere, just to bring it down on us in water format? In our case, it would be snow, in others it would be rain some form of water that contained a compound that didn't agree with human evolution. We aren't evolved enough to withstand something like this without immunity or a vaccine. By the time something like this hit, it's too late. Causing humans to be transformed into these things. But where would someone get an atom like that? That's why I call it a terrorist attack gone bad. I don't think they intended for this to happen. I'm not real sure of the full story and all this is just speculation of course. This is what I'm really starting to think though. If this was terrorism it had to have been orchestrated all around the world. In all different countries. Do you think that's possible? It could be. But it would have taken a group years or even lifetimes to plan. This group clearly isn't your normal terrorist group. It's almost like an extremist occult terrorist organization. Not true. It would more than likely just take one for something to get shot up in the air from one of those smokestacks. It wouldn't even need to make it to the Earth's atmosphere, or something like this to spread throughout the world. Think about it. It only takes one chemical plant to cause climate change, and we aren't talking about just one here. We're talking about several here in West Virginia or around the world. So you guys are thinking this group released some sort of virus in the atmosphere? Is that what you mean when you say particle? Something of that nature. It's really hard to say what could have caused the virus in the snow. One thing is for sure this isn't natural. If that's the case then someone should be persecuted. 
But don't you think the government should have known about this? What about the safety protocols at plants? Everywhere is really strict. It would have had to have been someone that would have had access to the power source. This is all just speculation. We still don't know for sure. Right, but where do my grandkids come into play here? I really need to make it back to them. And my daughter. All right, everyone calm down. First thing we need to do is get off of this roof. We can't stay here. Not to mention this place is infested with ghouls. What about that transmission? If it's right and the American government is gone, then that means other world governments are too. Should we try to reach out to those people? The transmission got cut off. There is no way we can. The only thing we can do is to survive and hope we run into those people. Right. But first, we need to get off this roof. Stu, where is it you live at, anyway? I know you mentioned before it was a little way out of town. Yeah, it's off of Old Pike. That's close to the power plant. We can stop and check on your grandkids on the way to it. I'm sorry, but on the way to it. What are you thinking, Ryder? If we really want to figure out what's going on here, it's probably best to see if any of those smokestacks on Route 22 are still going. Look, you guys can do whatever after I check on my daughter. After that you go about your way. Listen to yourself, mate. You've been with this group longer than I have. And you want to leave then? I just need to make sure my daughter is okay. That's all. When you've been away from your son or daughter as long as I have, you'll understand. I get it. Let's just hope your situation isn't the same as mine. I'd hate for you and Stu to go through what I did. So anyway, what's the plan here? Well, first thing is, we need to get off of this roof. Gather the things we need around here. If we can find anything, that would require us to sneak past those things once again. Probably more than once if you want us to grab supplies. Look, I'm down to do whatever. I just want off this roof. I don't like heights, and I don't want those things coming after us while we're up here. Alright, so there you have it. Let's get the hell out of here while we still can. Sean started walking off toward the door, but I stepped in front of him to stop him. Hang on. I don't think we're done here. We need to come up with a plan to get Dominic back to see his daughter too, and Stu to check on his grandkids. Dominic. You're going to have to hotwire a truck in the parking lot again. We're going to have to check on Stu's grandkids on the way to the plant. If it's not too much to ask, I just really need to know if they're okay. As for your daughter... Why not take two vehicles? I'm sorry. If we do that, we need to stay in contact with each other. These radios aren't working. I pointed to the radio clip to my side. Plus, Sean wired yours to scan frequencies. That would be a simple wire switch, mate. The radios might work the farther away we get from the hospital. I let out a sigh, not liking the idea of the group splitting up. Alright, then, what do you have in mind? If Dominic can wire up two trucks, I can take one, and you can take the other. I'll take Dominic to provide cover fire, and you and Sean can go with Stu. We can cover more ground this way. Only if the radios work away from the hospital. Cecilia, let me see your radio really quick. Sean motioned for Cecilia's radio. She handed it over to him. Can I see one of you guys' knives? I reached down into my boot, unsheathing my knife, and handing it to Sean. Sticking the knife in the back, 
he popped open the two-way radio, moving some wires around, and snapping it back together, handing me my knife back. There we go, all fixed. It should work like a normal radio now. Thanks. No problem. Now that we've resolved that, let's move on. Can we go? I don't want to be up here any longer than we have to, either. I think we're ready. Unless anyone else has any issues, they need to talk about. No one in the group disagreed. I made my way over to the door, putting my ear up against it. The ghouls were gone. Removing the bar from the door, I flung it open with force, grabbing my knife from my side, ready to stab something. Alright, you guys can only hide for so long until my friends, the ghouls, catch up with you! <laughs> If you heard tonight, do me a favor and hit that super thanks button to give your good pal the Spectre a good tip! <laughs> also, don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe, and if you're on the podcast format, hit that follow button to keep hearing installments of Friday Season 2 and other stories just like this for 31 Days of Fright. Until next time, minions, I'm the Spectre, and I broadcast from the War Blair of Twisted Tranquility.